0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Darkness and Daisies. I'm Jerry. And I'm Aaron. And the time has come once again, something we do every few months it seems. It's time for a uh, review uh, analysis of a Disney Plus Marvel series. And it means it's time for Loki. So let's do it. Uh, So this is your spoiler warning if you have not seen Loki or actually any of the Marvel television series because we might be uh, Talking about a little bit about them, too Uh, but uh, uh, This is again a spoiler warning if you have not seen Loki, which uh, the final actually uh, comes out today I think it came out at midnight today For people to watch so maybe you already know how it ends spoiler warning uh, last warning So Loki Uh, Aaron, I guess I'll start off here when you heard that this show was being announced, that Loki was going to get his own show, it was, of course, the wonderful Tom Hiddleston, who has been with us since uh, Thor. W- what were your thoughts when you heard that Loki was getting his own TV series?
1: I was super excited, but mm-hmm. I also didn't put a lot of faith that they would actually do it.
0: Like, what do you mean you, you you didn't have a lot of faith that they would do it?
1: Like, I didn't think they'd actually make a, a series, if you will. Um... I kind of figured that maybe it just wouldn't work out. It was so far in the future at that point mm-hmm. that it was just all rumor.
0: Right. Um, for me, I I actually was very nervous about it. Um, when the show got announced, Infinity War had happened. And it was like, okay, he did die. He dies in the first ten minutes of Infinity War. Thanos kills him. Right. And I was like okay, is this going to be, like, some sort of flashback series to, like, what he was doing prior to that? And then Endgame comes out, and we see the part where uh, the Tesseract goes flying, Loki grabs it, and I think everybody who knew about this series when they saw that scene in Endgame was like, oh, that's how he's getting his own series, because it's going to be him after he escapes, pretty much. But, I, I mean, I'm not even going to lie, I was very nervous about this show, because, again... I love Tom Hiddleston. I think he has been fantastic. Uh, The Avengers movie does not do box office that it does if he's not the main villain. True. I mean, he just totally nails it. But I was like, I liked where Loki ended up. I liked, you know, all the Thor movies and then seeing him in Infinity War where it felt like this character had completed a journey. In the beginning, he was this scheming, narcissistic person who just wanted to rule. And at the end he's the one who's trying to kill Thanos you know, in defense, really, of his brother and his homeworld of A- the Asgardians. Right. I mean, I didn't like it. I didn't like that he died.
1: I don't think any of us liked it.
0: Um, but it, I was just like, man, I do not want to go. And then seeing him, it's like, okay, we're not even getting that Loki. We're getting the Loki from Avengers right after he got beaten. I was like, all that growth is gone. From the rest of the movies. And I was like, I don't know if I want to see Loki like that again.
1: Yeah, it was really strange to see him, like, out of place. Like, displaced from what we know his environment to be. mm mm-hmm. um, One of the things I harped on the whole time was his, like, business outfit. Oh, yeah. I I It's not normal to me. Um, so I was like, great, we're going to do something totally different. He's not going to be the same. And... It's just going to leave us confused.
0: Um, I mean, I totally agree with that. And I mean, the other thing about this show, which, which is strange to say, is that we were not going to have Chris Hemsworth's Thor in this movie. And can Loki even exist without his brother? I don't see why not. Well, it, it's just because we've never seen him without everything in the Thor movies and even in Infinity War. Thor is right there with him. After seeing all the episodes except the last one, I can say this is probably, out of WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Loki, this is my favorite Marvel TV show. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Where do you think it ranks in the three lists?
1: That's tough. I mean, or at yeah. least I think it's tough. But I mean, I'd say it, it is my favorite for originality. Oh yes. Um, there's so much to wrap your mind around that you just don't know where it's going. And that's what I like about it.
0: I also think that of the three shows, because when the shows got announced, we were kind of wondering, is like, okay, is this the beginning of Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Are they going to start right. setting things up again? But I think of all three of them, Loki is the one that's literally setting something up for future movies. WandaVision was pretty much just about Wanda mm-hmm.
1: and her grief. It had brethren.
0: to be. Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of expands it a little bit, but there was nothing in Falcon and Winter Soldier where I was like, oh, okay, this is what is going to happen in the next movies. You know, it right. was just kind of like, okay, there's a threat. I mean, yes, you could say with Valentina that they're kind of starting to plant the seeds for something else happening.
1: Right, but that one also kind of focused on, like, what is life like after uh, Captain America? Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like a... You're dealing with the here and now as far as Wanda goes. Then you've got the what's kind of in the future for Captain America. Mm -hmm. And then now we're kind of fighting for the fate of the future.
0: Uh, You mean with Loki?
1: With Loki, yeah.
0: Yeah. um, It's so strange that, you know, 10 years on, all these different movies, all the different places we've been, from Guardians to the more Earthbound stuff like Iron Man, that... This show can totally show you this entire new world and be like, you have no frame of reference here for the TVA. You have no idea what's going on, who these people are, what are their objectives, basically.
1: But yet it all still fits. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy.
0: I mean, we'll talk about Tom Hiddleston because, again, man's a fantastic actor. And from all the interviews we've now been seeing with him, he's just a pretty damn good human being as well. Very humble about his place. You know, in these blockbuster movies.
1: And he's like bestest friends with Chris.
0: Let's start off about the show. We've got to talk about uh, an actor who this is his first project with the MCU. And I guess the only way to start off is just one word. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, That, of course, is Owen Wilson, who as Morbius uh, is Is just
1: Morbius or Mobius.
0: Mobius, sorry. You're right, because it's the Mobius Strip, which is the thing where time wraps around itself.
1: Oh, okay. Didn't Did, know that. Didn't know that, yeah. But, of course, at the same time, my brain's like, Matrix, Morpheus. I know, right? Like, it's
0: the Owen Wilson, who apparently was cast because he didn't have, like, the awe of the Marvel movies as an actor. He didn't think they were bad. He was just like, you know, like, if <laughs> someone were to ask him, like, what do you think of the Marvel movies? He's like, yeah, they're okay. You He's know. just
1: very nonchalant about it. And to bring that
0: energy to this character, who oh boy. is it's it's utterly, utterly compelling, because you have Loki who's scheming and he's giving these grand Shakespearean speeches about you know free will and stuff, and then you've got Owen Wilson just sitting there basically going, "Are you done, man? Right? Seriously,
1: <laughs> like can't, can we move on?" Like, <laughs>
0: and I don't think maybe a little bit of Thor in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Mobius sees through Loki's bullshit very, very easily. He does. He's like, okay. And it's not even like a therapy session, but it kind of starts becoming a therapy session. Because when he, like, basically asks him, like, the first time he's interviewing Loki, it's like, well, what do you want? He goes to rule. Okay. So you rule Asgard. Okay. Then then, what? Then (laughs) Earth. Then what are you going to do? How about space? You want to be the king of space? That'd be a nice little feather in your cap. And when you start hearing it from this other perspective, you're like, yeah, that's 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 no plan at all. Just a rule. Right. <laughs> what,
1: what does that mean? You realize how much he didn't have a plan for his life. It's just,
0: I mean, it's really hard now. Because when WandaVision came out, we were like, okay, you know, for the Emmys coming up next year, we got, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, Catherine Hahn, and then Falcon Winter Soldier come up. And we were like, oh, Sebastian Stan, Ath- Anthony Mackey. And now I'm like... We we got to put Owen Wilson in there somewhere because right? he just is killing it. He's just like he's he's the epitome of the office worker working man. This is, he's not amazed and astounded by this world of gods and monsters. You know,
1: it's almost like he's like yeah, whatever. Been I mean, there,
0: done that. I mean, and the show even kind of leans into that, especially in the first episode where Loki looks into a drawer. And there's copies of the (laughs) Infinity Stones, and a worker tells them, oh, yeah, we got a lot of those. Some of them people use as paperweights. Yeah. (laughs) Which, it's very interesting on, like, Twitter and social media, how many people were so bothered by that statement. It's like, we had ten years. Everything was leading up to these stones. And now, oh, yeah, by the way, here, they mean absolutely zero. They are worth nothing.
1: That was the same with the Tesseract, though, too. At one point in time, Loki's sitting there messing with it as he's thinking, and you're like, oh, yeah, it does nothing here.
0: Yeah, and it's just like it, – it, it's very, it's very strange because I always thought that the Marvel movies and the shows now would have a huge problem because Thanos is so big and it's like half the universe. I mean, how can you get bigger than that by showing you, oh, yeah, that's powerful – but it might not be the most powerful thing in the world. I think Loki even says that in the first episode. He goes, is this the greatest power in the universe? And he's talking about this agency. It's just... And I also love the fact that Owen Wilson, as I said, not a therapy session, but is able to th- say things to Loki that really start to make him think about himself. Because as somebody wa- uh, pointed out Loki's whole thing besides you know being like the god of mischief and you know he wants to rule is that Loki believes that he's in charge of his own destiny. If I scheme, if I work hard enough, I can do whatever I want to do. And to have uh Moby is basically tell him everything you do has been predetermined. All you're supposed to do is be the first level boss for the Avengers.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Your whole I think I mean I think the exact line is your only thing is to make other people become the better the best versions of themselves right
1: yep and it's heartbreaking it is heartbreaking because like for him and for us
0: <laughs> I, I mean it's something that i think we've all had in our um because you know people in general always want to believe that they're the main character of their story and then to have mobius come back and say no you're not you're just literally this little this little footnote and loki can't believe it until he looks at this like holographic projector and he gets to see what's going to happen to him he sees his mother dying in the dark elves in Thor the Dark World he gets to see that Odin in Ragnarok actually loved him and called him son he's like I'm gonna I love you my sons he gets to see that Thor is not his enemy or even an obstacle in his way he's just his brother Right. And he wanted to stand by him. And then he sees, hey, you know that guy you got that army from that was literally like maybe 10 minutes ago? Oh, by the way, that guy kills you a few years down the line.
1: Yeah. It's like everything we already saw, he was just seeing. And as so, as far as that time in this series, which was kind of weird because we already knew what he was looking at. Right. But he had no idea.
0: And that addresses the question that I had. It's like, I wanted Loki to get that growth, and they show it to him that, okay, this is what was going to happen to you. He's like, are you going to still go down that path, or are you going to be something else? I mean, he even says it when one of the guards comes in, and he's laughing after he sees himself. And it's not a a funny laugh or I don't believe this laugh. It's almost like a gallows humor laugh. And she goes, what are you laughing at? And he just goes, glorious perk. And he, he's almost spitting it out, like this was it, huh? This is what everything led to, me being my neck being broken. And it's just amazing because then you have Loki, where he is in Thor Ragnarok. Now let's take him further, right? Let's really break him down, and find out like what is what, it, what is wrong with you? I, I mean that's what I almost want to call this: the Loki or subtitle, what is wrong with Loki? Like, why can't he be a good person? Because he's alone. He's also, he's a narcissist, but he also has, is a narcissist with low self-esteem, which I don't think can even happen.
1: Exactly. Which is kind of crazy, but I think they took that first episode in, in like 20 minutes, completely broke him down. Mm -hmm. More than Thor could have. More than he did or tried to do. Like, literally in those 20 minutes, they broke him down and reset who he is, and even he came to the conclusion about these weird things about himself. Yeah. And yet, here's 10 years of, we've been trying to tell you, and you weren't listening.
0: Exactly. So, when it becomes apparent that the variant is Loki himself, who this TVA is uh, searching for, in the second episode, which is something I, I would like to say very quickly about the series that I like, unlike perhaps like WandaVision, which was a big like uh, season long mystery where it was like, okay, you don't get answers until like the last two episodes about what's going on. How did mm-hmm. this all happen? Right. Even Falcon and Winter Soldier were kind of like, okay, it's the journey of Sam getting ready to take the shield. And it's like, okay, wait, he's got to go down. He's got to do this. Loki is very fast paced it's like oh yeah the variant we're hunting that's you the next episode bam there's Sylvie the, the variant and then it's like oh I'm going to destroy the TVA well how are you gonna do it okay third episode this is how you're gonna do it
1: yeah it, it moved just, it, really fast like if anything I don't know how they would have done it but I mean to see a couple more episodes in that like I know I said that about I think WandaVision as well mm-hmm. but this one seemed abnormally fast well, like had, super short. Whereas I would have expected, I don't know, what eight episodes or.
0: Well, I do think that a uh, Loki, uh, the the show itself is actually longer than WandaVision because WandaVision the I first can't few
1: because
0: WandaVision the first few episodes I think are only like thirty minutes. They're like a to like a typical sitcom length episode. Yeah,
1: they are, and then they had one really long one and one really short one to kind of even that out. These right. are all the same amount of time, but
0: that, yeah. it's
1: it moves so fast that you're like. Can we just slow down for a minute? Can we, like, really mm-hmm. get to know what you're doing outside of this one journey?
0: Yeah. Well, and it's funny because the show that's moving the fastest is the only one of these three that is definitely confirmed to have a season two. Right. Um, but let's talk about Sylvie, who is this variant of Loki. When I heard that at the end of the first episode, it's like, oh, we're hunting you. I was like, okay, that's cool if we're going to have Tom Hiddleston playing a different version of himself, like, who's this variant, Who's this evil variant? I
1: mean, in theory, he did as far as acting. He did like was a president Loki and oh, yeah, further down the line. There's further, you know, further Lokis. But there are some that he did himself
0: to have Sylvie. I was very concerned. I mean, because you only see her for like a like two minutes at the end of the second episode where she reveals herself. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is what I want please do not do an impersonation of Tom Hiddleston. Because that would have been very distracting. Because now I'm not looking at the performance. I'm only looking at how well are you doing of an impersonation of it. And she doesn't. So Sylvia doesn't do that. She's, I mean, you can kind of see a few little gestures and stuff that's kind of Hiddleston. But for the most part, she's kind of her own character. And I really like her. It, It becomes... It's almost like it was very easy to like her, even though we only see her. She seems like, okay, I'm not putting up with your, you know, with your shit, which is apparently what makes people good in the show. They don't put up with Loki's shit. And she's kind of got her own plan about what she wants to do. So, like, what did you think of Sylvie when you, her, her character?
1: I wasn't really a fan at first.
0: Really? What, what was kind of, what was kind of stopping you?
1: doesn't sound horrible. But it was the fact that she was a woman. Really? I was like, this don't make sense. How are you, like, a, you're a physical variant, but, like, there's no way you can be the same. Right. Like, it didn't cross my mind that there's a female version. Right. And apparently it didn't cross anybody else's mind either of all the other variants, because they're like, what?
0: Yeah, they they do point that out when, they, when Loki does meet the other male variants. He's like, have you ever met a female version? And they're like, no, we have not.
1: Exactly. And... I mean, the message it sends to me, anyway, is that she's a variant because she's a woman, and that's why she was, like, cast aside.
0: Well, that's what I kind of thought at first, but then when we do get that flashback to her, like, childhood, it seems like maybe she was going to become good. Because she is a... maybe. She's, like, older. And it's like, if she was just born a woman, then they would have gotten her when she was a baby. It's like, oh, you're a female, you're not supposed to be that, okay, now we're gonna change you back. I have no idea. But... But she's very good, and a little romance starts forming between... That's
1: so strange. Like, can we just agree that, like, we saw, of all the people Loki would fall in love with, it would be himself? It
0: makes perfect sense, doesn't it?
1: It does, and it's weird. Well,
0: some people were kind of, like, throwing down the fact that it could almost be considered almost incestuous, because it's... Kind
1: of, but not really.
0: But to me, I broke it down. I eventually looked at it, and I thought, okay, this is why. Sylvie is a variant of a Loki. At her core that's what she is. She's a Loki. So Loki has it has fallen in love with Loki. So it's like Loki loves himself. Like it's kinda like the metaphysical like self love. Like he's starting to realize about himself maybe she is a great character you see her very like heroic you also see that she kind of has different powers which i thought was an interesting thing it's not just like all these different loki's are just they have the same powers like no this one can do this this one can do that because as sylvie she was taken she escapes from the tva and she basically taught herself how to do all this stuff so i think that was a very good way again to distinguish you know how she was um Let's talk about the TVA for a second. This has been one of the biggest, like, switches ever in, like, Marvel, where, okay, you think this group is one thing, and then here you go, no, they're not. Because the TVA at first, you're kind of like, these people are bureaucrats, they don't really have any real soul, but they have no real personal stake in what they're doing. They're just being told what to do, and they're like, okay, we got to do this for this sacred timeline. Halfway through that series, you're like, okay, this... Is all BS.
1: I don't know. My main question was like, okay, if you have the TVA.
0: Right. What's the point of Doctor Strange? Well, uh, wh- What do you mean? Like with the time stone? Yeah. Well, and see.
1: And like, that's what I kept remembering. I'm like, okay, he's got the time stone. He does all that weird stuff. And then I can't ever remember her name. But she makes mention. She's like, if you take this from here. Oh, the, the ancient time, one. Yeah, the ancient one. She's like, the timeline will split. But so you have to put it back exactly where you found it. And I'm like, so if they're doing all that, what do we need you for? Well, you see and, what I mean?
0: And the thing that kind of got me um, starting to question was in that first episode where Loki says, hey, why did you even arrest me? The Avengers are the ones who went back in time and started changing things. And she was like, oh, well, they were supposed to do that. And at that point, I'm like, okay, we just saw your fantastic, by the way, animation about, The Sacred Timeline with Miss Minutes.
1: (laughs) I love her. Miss Minutes is awesome. There better be a Funko. There better be a Funko. Oh, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there'll be a
0: stuffed. I mean, I bet she'll even show up like in uh, one of the Disney parks as like just a person.
1: That would be awesome.
0: But right then I was like, even watching that animation, I was like, okay, so what you're saying is this. There's this Sacred Timeline where things are supposed to happen a certain way. And we are there to make sure that these things don't happen. So, here's my question. If everything is predetermined, this is very big predeterminism, how can there even be variance? You know? Right. Because if you're supposed to go right, then you're going to go right. You can't go left. You have to go right. And if you can go left, there is no predeterminalism. Because... It's not like, oh, there's predeterminism, but I'm a character who's so strong that I can beat that. It's like, no, if there's predeterminism, if there's a plan, you have to follow the plan. You can't deviate from the plan. You cannot follow the plan.
1: (laughs) It's almost like the deviation is the plan at that point.
0: I know. (laughs) So by the time that the timekeepers are revealed to just be animatronic hall of presidents, basically you start realizing that someone else is behind everything. Here here's the thing which again, this is going up after midnight when Loki the final episode has been revealed and we're going to see who was in that castle. But here's my thing. I think it has to be Kang the Conqueror. Which you 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 didn't know anything about Kang the Conqueror. Nope. And I was kind of explaining to you, it was like, okay, this is what he kind of does. He goes back in time, and he kind of messes with stuff. But this is why I think it has to be Kang the Conqueror. Because this is not a Mephisto-WandaVision situation. Because while people were thinking, oh, it's Mephisto in WandaVision, he's the guy pulling all the strings. You had to kind of go through a few little, like, mental gymnastics to think that it was him. It's like, oh, somebody says devil's in the details and you're like, oh, OK, well, that must mean Mephisto or something like that. So when it re- it's revealed at the end that it's it's actually Wanda and with a little help from Agatha. It's it wasn't like, you know, some people were like let down. It's funny because Mephisto confirmed is now like a running meme and joke in social media, but it was like, OK, I can understand why it wasn't him. Now, to take it on another thing, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sharon being re- revealed to be the power broker, that was set up throughout the entire episode. You started seeing things with Sharon. Oh, she's yeah. She's like, oh, she's got a driver. And oh, I, I she's making calls. And I think you called that.
1: Yeah, I think you called that early on, too. You're like, mm, something's not right.
0: Well, uh, a channel that I really love, P-Review, during a reaction video was even said, it's like, she's making power moves right now. Right. <laughs> So when it's revealed that she's the power broker, it's not like a, <gasps> you know, like that. But it's <laughs> like, oh, okay, no, but you set that up that it was her.
1: Right, yeah, they left little breadcrumbs.
0: I think that's the same thing with Kang. Because of saying like, oh, putting in uh, Renslayer, the judge, who is very connected in the comics to him. Uh, the fact that you see one of his companies in the the void at the end of time. The fact that you see, uh, oh God, what is the name of that cloud monster in the last... It's not Goliath, it's... I don't remember his name, but...
1: You're talking about the... The cloud the, monster, the guard dog. yeah, Right.
0: Who is very, again, associated with Kang. If it turns out it's not Kang, they, then they just totally, like, misled you. And here's the thing, Marvel. I know it's all been shot. It's getting ready to be released, and you can't change this. But I will say this. WandaVision was a great show. I loved WandaVision. It was great. But if you ask me for a ranking from 9 out of 10, I'll give you a 9 out of 10. Why? Because of Ralph Boner.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Because people were upset. Because even this, people were like, oh, that was a great show. I loved it. It was very emotional. But you know what sucked? The fact that Evan Peters did not turn out to be the X-Men's Quicksilver. Exactly. Because to me, honestly, I mean.
1: It hurt, man. It hurt.
0: Honestly, though, it felt like a slap in the face. It almost felt like. Marvel was trying to uh, uh, get their cake and eat it too. You know, have their cake and eat it too. They were like, okay, Evan Peters, Quicksilver, everybody's going to be talking about this. Mm-hmm. But at the end, we don't want to pull the trigger on that yet. We don't want to have the X-Men in this universe yet. Right. And it, But it was just like, I mean, people were angry about that. That it was like, they were like, this is disrespectful. And you had a great show that would have been a 10 out of 10 if either you just left that person out of it or you had gotten somebody else to play fake Quicksilver. But right. by having Evan Peters sit in there, the better Quicksilver, sorry Aaron Taylor Johnson, it just it made me upset when it was revealed he was nothing. He was nobody. So I feel that if we get to this castle and it's not King, then it's like, you led us here with all these breadcrumbs that this was Kang. If it turns out not to be King, then literally, again, you just... Decided to do, you just misled us for to, for people to talk about this show. Right. Um, now, saying that, I will also say this. If it turns out that it's somebody else, there's plenty of theories. You've got uh, he, he Who Remains, maybe uh, the older Loki, like the the front for Kang. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Even if we don't see King. But if Kang is like, like basically you feel like he's in the shadows somewhere. Okay, that's fine. Then it was King. But now, speaking of variants, I would also like to say, because we talked about how great Tom Hiddleston is, right? As Loki.
1: I think you've said it like 15 times already.
0: And you love him, too. I do. But unfortunately, now, Tom Hiddleston is not the best Loki. What? Mr. Hiddleston. No. Tom, can Can I call you Tom?
1: Oh, my God.
0: You had a great run. Ten years. Excuse me but his position at least in
1: my mind no. was
0: superseded no. at the end of don't that at the end of that episode no. with a four-legged
1: no alligator we don't even know if it's a real loki variant it's alligator loki
0: yeah, who well, has a little come, hat
1: <laughs> then how come you're not talking about was it fog
0: i can't what the fog monster
1: The frog, Thor frog.
0: Oh yeah, Thor frog was great. Throg, he's great. Yeah, that one. But, okay, and here's a little backstory that I found out about old uh, Crocodile Loki. Is it Crocodile or Alligator? What do they say? He's a croc.
1: I think it's an alligator.
0: Are you sure?
1: Uh, No, I'm not positive. Um, But even, why don't you ask Mr. Hiddleston? Because even he was surprised.
0: Here's what I found from the creators of the show. Why? Okay, they asked him, why did you put an alligator or slash crocodile into this as a Loki variant? And they said, literally, first reason, he's green. <laughs> the second reason, they said, we wanted to put the most irrelevant thing as a Loki variant. But like,
1: It could have been a lime. They could have chosen a piece of fruit for all we know.
0: Okay, here's why I love... Uh, wait a minute, he is a crocodile because I have affectionately named him Crokey.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Here's the two things I love about Kroki. Number one, apparently his growls can be understood because the older Loki. The original. It's like an I am Groot situation with him and Rocket Mm -hmm. where he's translating for him. So so he can talk. The second thing is, while the fact that a crocodile Loki just kind of opens up Pandora's box of questions, here's just my two. Number one, if it's just a Loki who turned himself into an alligator or a crocodile, why did he choose to stay like this? What's his
1: power? Um, How is he helpful? Oh. Other than getting thrown at people.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. His power, I don't know what its name is, but it's quite a disarming move. <laughs> and the second thing is, is that it's just, if it is... If it's not a Loki, then what is it? Why is an alligator
1: being able to talk? And why yeah. does it have horns?
0: Oh my god! I just I I fallen in love with him. I want us. I want a plushie. There's a Funko coming out of him. I really want that because he is, <laughs> he is best Loki. Oh my goodness!
1: Apparently, he can pray.
0: And he oh, it is,
1: <laughs> and see that's the other question. Like, does he have some sort
0: of religion? Is he like?
1: I'm not going there.
0: I mean, does he even come from, like, the Spider-Ham universe with Peter Porker?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, because, actually, when I, I kind of thought about it, I mentioned that when we saw him. And I was like, is he from the Spider-Ham
1: universe? I think and then you I was should, like, honestly, you should consult The Simpsons on that one.
0: Um, yo, oh, by the way, if you haven't seen that, that's a great little thing. The good, the bad, and the Loki. A Simpsons-Loki crossover. That was pretty funny. But, yeah, I absolutely love Crokey. Uh, He's just the best I hope that we get a series with him
1: (laughs) and of course if you've made it this far at least to hear about this uh, here's a tip if you want to do something weird okay you can get the archer or ham like the food ham Mm -hmm. squishmallow Mm -hmm. and see if you can fashion your own Loki horns and put it on him and then you have this crocodile Loki who's the best (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ta-da.
0: <laughs> Move over, Baby Yoda. Uh-uh. Some people have started to... They, that that uh-uh. Twitter poll has been out there.
1: What Who's, about Baby Nut?
0: Baby, Baby Nut? From planners? Yeah. We're just talking Disney here. Disney Plus. <laughs> so, with the show, what, what, would, what do you think, Aaron, even though we haven't, at, at the time of this recording, we have not seen the last episode, what do you think, just from what you've seen, what do you think the... The thesis of the show is like what is the message what is the what is the the central bullet point basically
1: personal growth personal growth i think that's what's what it has to be because you've got is it sylvie or sylvia i think it's sylvie i'm just gonna go sylvie because that's what it sounds like to me Mm -hmm. um you know she's all about this revenge but then she's also Growing from the the fact that she's met everybody else. And she's kind of blazing her own path now, Mm -hmm. as well as our Loki, who Mm kind of got his life spoiled for him. Mm -hmm. And now he has no choice but to grow and go further and experience new things.
0: Right. Uh, I agree. I, I think the show is really about, in kind of a way, it's that you don't have to be who other people say you have to be
1: because you don't have to be a stereotype either, right? It's, I think that's a big one.
0: I mean, uh, Mobius even says it till he says you can be whatever you want to be just in case no one ever told you, just in case someone ever told you differently. And he could be, he can be the hero of his story. He can be the good, he can be the good guy. He, he doesn't have to be just that first level boss where we just see him, he's defeated and then that's the end. He can be something else.
1: Which um, is a twisted like idea mm-hmm. in this series. Yeah. Because you're like, no, you're predetermined to be this way, but now I'm telling you you can be whatever you want. Like right. it's really confusing, but it's portrayed really well.
0: Um uh before we get to the final part of this, I also would like to say I really appreciated uh, two things in regards to Pride and the please say the acronym because I, I always mess it up. What? The L G.
1: Oh uh. <laughs> you done mess me up LGBTQ.
0: The first thing is that Loki does confirm that he is uh, pansexual because he actually I, I'm i sorry not that's only,
1: true. He's,
0: I'm sorry he's not pansexual he's bisexual because he because Sylvie says
1: I think pan might be correct.
0: Well, no, because he said, because Sylvie asked him, and she's like, You know, you're a prince. Has there been any princesses or princes? And he says a little bit of both, actually. So it's like, Okay, he is bi, that he has dated men and women. The other thing, which I thought was very interesting, is that one could look at Sylvie as a representation of the transgender community. Because. Kind of mostly male, but then Mm -hmm. she becomes female, and when...
1: But she's still like, in a way, and this is just an outsider looking in, really, but you know, she is female in a male-dominated show, Mm -hmm. like, as far as the Lokis go. Um, But she's also dressed like your standard male Loki.
0: Loki, when they're on, uh, I can't remember, the lamentus, and they're kind of walking and having a talk, he calls her a Loki, Mm -hmm. and she goes don't call me that, my name is Sylvie. Right. And one could see that as a transgender person saying, don't call me my dead name. You right. know, don't dead name me. Right. And he, and the thing about Loki, he immediately does it. He doesn't even try to like joke around with her and it's like, oh, you're, you don't want to be a Loki Loki. He just immediately, okay, that's, that's your name. That's who you are. Okay, I'm going to call you by that name. Right. So I think it's very subtle, but I liked that because it was very nice. It's not very like, much like how uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was not very, like, broad strokes about racism mm-hmm. in your face. It was very much more subtle. Mm-hmm. This was very much, much more a subtle, like, thing, you know, to, you know, and it happened during Pride. It was in June when this started mm-hmm. happening. What do you want, is there anything you want to see in this last episode? What do you, any guesses or what you think is going to happen? How do you think it's going to end?
1: Not really, because we obviously have a second season. Right. So, I kind of feel like this whole void Mm -hmm. castle thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be a hefty battle, per se. like Kind of a large fight, Mm -hmm. but leads to nothing. And that we're going to have to keep going. What I hope to see between the end of this season and the next... I'm hoping neither one of them die.
0: Sylvia or Loki?
1: Yeah. Like, we've come way too far where they've built, like, such a strong connection that they really, like, they're, I don't want to say codependent, Mm -hmm. but that they want to learn from each other Mm -hmm. and, like, experience life, really. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to die before they get that chance.
0: Well, and and I mean, the terrible thing is, is because now that we know of the variants and stuff. This Loki and the Sylvie could die, and you can still have a Loki season two, and it just follows another variant.
1: Yeah, and I'm not cool with that. Like I'll tell you right now, I'm not okay with that. Well,
0: I don't think so because I think Tom Hiddleston loves the character too much. Of he,
1: course he does, but everybody else has done a good job in their portrayal as well.
0: What I want to see is, I want to see. I'm not going to say Kang because again, I've I've talked about that but I want to see this sacred timeline blown up.
1: Heck yeah. And I, I want to see everybody does at this point. I want to just
0: see multiverses just spreading. Now, a wish list, I don't think it's going to happen, but if you've been following the news with what's going to be happening in the next Spider-Man movie, I even told you I had a great end credit scene for the last episode of Loki. Whatever happens is that the sacred timeline is destroyed, maybe Loki looks at Sylvie and says, "You know, what do we do now?" And then we have the credits. And then what I want to see at that end credits is you see somebody from the back walking down the street, suddenly hearing a rumble. And then it turns around and it's either Andrew Garfield or Toby Maguire. Peter Parker looks around and goes, what was that?
1: I don't know. You think that would be at the end of the first one or the second one?
0: End of which one? The last episode? The seasons. Yeah, because Spider-Man No Way Home will be
1: out before that. Oh, okay.
0: But and also, I think I speak for both of us. The other thing we need to see is Mobius needs to get that jet ski. Yes, he's been he's been praying for it. Let's let's get him and have him please say wow. Please just do it.
1: (laughs) Well, there's that. But like I was also thinking, um, like kind of randomly, the I don't know what she is. I don't. She's a TVA agent, I guess. Uh, B fifteen. I don't know if that's the number, but you know what I'm talking about. She's like the yeah, lead it's B-15. officer. Yeah, it's B-15. Yeah. Okay. I want to see what what happens to her.
0: Like, what's her life?
1: Well, no. just First of all, good for her. She was figuring stuff out. She confronted it. Then uh, the lady. I, I suck at names today. Whatever. Ren Slayer? She, she got locked up. Mm-hmm. So she's not dead or mm-hmm. not pruned or whatever. So yeah. does she have more for us? Are we just going to forget about her? Does she get some type of justice?
0: Well, here's the thing. Do you know there's a theory going around right now that she actually might be a variant of Loki? I wondered. Because when Sylvia shows her her real memories, we never saw that. No, we didn't. And Sylvia does say, we're the same. Now, you could be saying we're both variants, but some people have also said, or do you mean we're both Lokis?
1: Right. Well, and see, and I didn't catch that, but... It, I want to know. A, it's a
0: more recent theory. Well, that's as going far
1: on. as she goes, I want to know. She started it in a way. Like, she started catching on. So, I want to know, like, what's going to happen because I think she's played too much of a role for us to just toss her aside. Yeah. Like, sure, she served a purpose, but her story's not quite over yet.
0: But, yeah. Um,. Drop us a line over at uh, Twitter. That's at uh, Darkness and Daisies at Twitter or at our Gmail, uh, Darkness and Daisies at gmail.com to let us know if we got anything right. If you want to give us our props or if we miss something, maybe tell me the name of that stupid fog monster.
1: Also, um, can somebody tell me <coughs> who the heck the red-headed Loki variant is? The like yeah, grungy the steampunk, bright red shoulder length hair. Like, what is that?
0: Well, the only thing that. We In the beginning of that episode, you kind of start to think, like, oh, all Lokis go here, so maybe this is all the Loki planet, and then everybody else who's pruned go to another planet. But then you do find that, like, Mobius is there. So maybe it's not even a Loki. Maybe it's just a person who joined up with the President Loki's crew.
1: I mean, you could be right, but it was implied that they're all Lokis. Yeah. But my—I think, looking back at it now, if I were to watch a show with any of the variants— Mm-hmm. I want young Loki
0: Oh yeah, I by mean, the he's, way
1: He's got some fire
0: By the way, we are now three for three In these shows setting up young teenage versions Of these superheroes that could join up To form a little young Avengers team So That's not
1: what I'm looking for But if he did an independent thing, I'm down
0: um, But yeah, that's uh, let us know Okay, we're not going to have a wholesome moment Of the week this time
1: I mean, Tom Hiddleston's wholesome so
0: He is very wholesome
1: We'll just leave it at that
0: no, uh, we have to talk about something that made Aaron here very angry this oh, weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> Once
1: no. again, Why you spoilers. Why are you like this to me? <laughs> because this
0: was, this is, it's actually uh, insanely adorable.
1: My heart. My so, heart.
0: we're not talking about the movie Black Widow, but we're going to talk about the end credit scene.
1: That's rude. That's like an extra spoiler.
0: Well, but as I said, I mean, we've... There's tons of spoilers. I'm going to set the stage, and then, Aaron, I'm just going to let you go, okay?
1: No, 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 I'm good.
0: Here's the basic setup. Uh, What was Florence Pugh's sister's name in Black Widow? What was her character's name? Elena. Elena is in present day, and she goes to uh, Natasha's grave after the events of Endgame. Val shows up from Falcon and Winter Soldier. We actually find out that these two have been working together, and then Val tells her what her new assignment is the man responsible for her sister's death and then shows her an iPad with Hawkeye. Aaron, take it away.
1: I got nothing other than I'm so offended. (laughs) Like, she doesn't know the story. She doesn't know what happened. She's probably going to take his side and be like, yeah, well, he (laughs) killed her when it's not true. Like, there is so much wrong with this and it makes me just want to strangle Val so hard. I'm like, how dare you even come at him like that?
0: Folks, she sat up in her seat in a theater, a crowded theater, and actually s- didn't yell this, but spoke very loudly. She was like, no, Yeah, when I she like, saw that.
1: I was like, this is not okay.
0: I think you even threw in a how dare you I at did. the screen.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I was just like, how dare you? This is not okay. I was hot. I was like, let's go.
0: <laughs> it was probably the funny the funniest thing because she was... of course
1: at the same time I feel like there's a lot of other people out there who like really like these characters or are like come at me bro like we will fight in his honor
0: <laughs> actually I can tell you from the few people who have seen Black Widow and who actually put up reactions because they watched it on Disney Plus a lot of people had your reaction Okay, a, well good. I don't or, feel so dumb. Or that's not how it happened. Uh
1: yeah, that's not how it happened and like if I could smack some sense into him I would. I don't feel like we need to go here. Leave the man alone. He is retired. Uh,
0: um but yeah, Florence Pugh uh Elena is going to be in the Hawkeye show that's coming, which I'm actually very excited for. I actually am very excited for how that. How dare show. you? But here's how the thing. dare you. Here's but here's the thing which which maybe you didn't consider the point. Maybe um, what's her name again? Her her character's name? I can't keep, for some reason, it's not Shame saying. Shame on you. It's just Florence Pugh. I remember her real name. Elena. Elena is probably going to walk up to Hawkeye and say, yeah, some some lady is saying that you killed my sister, but I really know what's going on. Like, there's going to be no beef.
1: If she is half the... Um, spy? <laughs> yeah, that her sister was, she'll do her homework. But, see, but to take blind advice like that, no.
0: Well, it's kind of insinuated that Val is like her handler.
1: I don't care. No, Val is just a source of work for her.
0: But the the other problem, which could be kind of an issue, is that if she does if she does believe it, and she goes after Hawkeye, would Hawkeye even fight her because he himself also believes it that he is I hope responsible not. for her? I hope not, because
1: dad. like we all know, he was gonna take that plunge, and she tricked him last minute. He tried to save her, and she let go. The point is, she made that final choice. He didn't just drop her.
0: Also, something I brought up to Aaron, when that after that scene happened, I looked at her and I said, how does Val know that? Even if it's wrong, exactly. how does she know that?
1: Well, maybe uh, because by now, people know what happened to her.
0: But, I mean, do you think somebody was going to put up a, yeah, they they went there, they had to fight over who was going to, I mean. But the Maybe, uh,
1: maybe. She's, like, trotting around as, like, an Avenger therapist and getting everybody to talk to her.
0: Uh, The last thing on this, which I kind of love, is that Black Widow was, as we all know, was supposed to come out before anything else, even before any of the TV series. And Val was supposed to be there. This was actually supposed to be her introduction to us.
1: Oh, that's how they were going to introduce her?
0: But because of the delays Mm -mm. and everything like that, I love the fact that the first glance we got of her was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because at that point... You kind of don't know. Is she bad? Is she good? Is she kind of morally gray? But see,
1: here's the thing. I still was mad at, um... John Walker? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, yeah, I killed people, you know, because I'm a hothead. Thanks for taking me to court. I know you don't care. Let's go talk to this lady. Everything about that screamed, this is wrong. But you could
0: even look at that part and be like, Val's kind of like... Because remember... She is a vulture.
1: She is there for the scraps.
0: But she could also be. I mean, because remember, Valentina in the comic book works for Shield, and she's not a bad. She's not a bad guy. As of right now, she is the worst. But because when you see her there, it's like is she kind of like how Nick Fury was kind of in Civil War where he was planning to like do the surveillance. Captain America was like, okay, this is this is wrong. What you're doing?
1: Yeah, here. I kind of get that vibe. Is she from was her? like
0: morally gray. But then seeing her here and seeing, like, Mm-mm. you are literally misrepresentating mm. – misrepresentating? That's not the word I want.
1: Misrepresenting.
0: Mis- what really happened? Oh, you are evil. So I kind of like right. that.
1: So we went from gray area to I hate you. End of story.
0: But on, a, on the real side – Uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Oh, she's amazing. I love the fact that you're in these shows and these movies. I love the fact that you're part of the MCU because you are giving it 120%, and it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, she's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Amazing actress. But how dare she?
0: (laughs) But funny, just, I mean, just, I don't know. She's great. So, yeah, so. uh,
1: And how dare you for getting me all riled up?
0: So, remember, Hawkeye, Justice for Hawkeye. Yeah, hashtag
1: Justice for Hawkeye.
0: Um, and then hawkeye did nothing wrong hashtag
1: (laughs) whatever you want to hashtag it uh check us out on twitter uh darkness and daisies and then if you want to send a shout out it's darkness and daisies at gmail.com and let's fight over this because now i'm all riled up
0: (laughs) well i think we can put this body in the ground not hawkeye's body hopefully
1: Uh, that was just uncalled for
0: (laughs) so thank you so much for listening my name is jerry and i'm aaron And come back next week and we'll see what else we can dig up.